Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Pastor Christy Amira Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. The book of beginnings in Genesis, we're going to start in Genesis and we're going to start in chapter 12. And in verse 1, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1, when you're there, say, I'm there. there. Now the Lord, actually, say, I'm here. here. (laughs) Ladies, I am the female servant servant of the Lord. Lord. Let it be be. done Done. according to your words, according to your your sermon, according to your your speech. speech. Let it be done. done. And and let there be a performance performance. of the word of God God. in my life, life. through my life, life. to my life. With my life, on my life. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get up. Yeah. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house. Unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, How many of you see that God called Abram out of the familiar into the new? Now, we know that the family that God made from Abram, somebody hit the person next to you, say, wake up, you need this. The family that God made from Abram was not only Uh, uh, one nation. The Bible calls him the father of many nations. The Bible says that if we are Christ's or if we belong to Christ, then are we Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Meaning that the family that God intended in Abram was not just one nation, it was the church of the living God, those who would belong to Christ, because the seed was made, scripture says, not to seeds as of many, but to seed as of one, which is Christ, and if we belong to Christ, uh, uh, Christ, then we are Abram's seed. Someone hit the person next to you and say, don't miss this. So the promise that came to Abram was not limited to one generation, like we discovered this week, just like the impartation that Eunice and Lois carried did not die with them, but it was passed on to Timothy, who lived out the gift of God that was deposited on the inside of him. So 
what God did with the father of the faithful was he started a new people from somebody that was willing to get up and out of the old and get up and into the new. How many of you know that that is what the word church means? It means the called out from and unto. We have been translated out of the kingdom of darkness and we have been born anew into the kingdom of light. All things are passed away and all things have become new and all things are of God. This is interesting because God decided to use a man that was already uh, a mature man. He was already too old to give birth. God called a man that had no natural way of giving God a lineage. He could not give God what God promised him. God had to provide the miracle. God had to provide the seed. God had to provide the future. God had to provide the family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he didn't, he didn't call someone that had it already. He called someone who would believe him for it. important because one day there was the virgin and she was going to have to be able to say, all right, I know about Sarah. I know about Hannah. I know about Rebecca. I know about all of these women that if it weren't for God would not have been able to give birth. Now here I'm standing as the only one that's going to have to believe God one step further. I'm going to have to believe God one step further, but I can do it because I've seen God do it again and again and again and again and again. Woo! Hallelujah. You know, that's what David said. And that's what we sang today. I beat the lion, I beat the bear, so no Goliath, I ain't scared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God called a father who was not a father. He called him a father before he could be a father. He said, I'm going to make of you a new nation. When he didn't even have one child. He said, I'm going to call you out of your household and make out of you a new nation and a new household and a new people. And he could not even give God one seed, let alone seeds uh, like the stars of, of the heavens and like the sand of the seashore. How many of you know God doesn't call you to what you can do without him? Listen, if it does not take faith to do what God called you to do, it ain't God. Global Church, I'm going to tell you that again. If 
faith to do what God called you to do, uh, then it ain't God. It's going to take faith. And so Abram, Abraham was a man of faith. The Bible said he did not consider his body now dead. His body now what? Oh, just like we learned today about the young maiden. She's not dead. She's asleep. She's not dead. She's asleep. And they laughed him to scorn. But they swallowed their laughter moments later. They swallowed their laughter moments later. They said, he must have been right. She was just sleeping. Because look, there she is. The Bible said he did not consider his body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. The Bible said he believed God and God accounted it to him for righteousness. What did he believe God for? He believed God to leave the old behind and to believe for a new birth even though he could not birth anything without God first giving him the ability, giving Sarah the ability to birth, but you know what I mean. It takes two. I'm not going there. God called him out. And into something new. Out and into something new. Let's go to Hebrews. And when we are called out of the old, we're called to leave it. Called out and unto. All old things have passed away. Old things are dead. Dead. And all things have become new. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, Hebrews chapter 11. I know you've never been to that chapter. (laughs) Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 8. By faith, by faith, by faith. You know, we we learned another thing this week. It's not just a faith. It's the faith. Faith that we're talking about is not just a hope. 
Faith that we're talking about is the divine spirit of faith. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We're not talking about faith that comes by hearing another word. We're not calling talking about faith that comes by hearing any word. We're not talking about faith that comes by hearing that word or this word. We're talking about the faith that comes from hearing the word of the God. Woo! Hallelujah. And uh, by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. And he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Now, what kind of city does God build? Somebody said, well, he's talking about heaven. Really? I'm pretty sure the promise said that in your seed will all nations of the, of the what? All nations of the, oh, so the promise fulfilled is a promise of a city that's being built on earth. A heavenly city. A kingdom that does not come with observation, as Jesus said. The kingdom of God is within us. He's talking about the church. Upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell will not is a kingdom of heaven is like a tiny, tiny, tiny seed. Right? But when it's planted and when it grows, it, it brings forth a mighty tree. And what happens? The birds find a home there. What, what is he describing? He's describing a place of home, a place of refuge, a place of dwelling, a place of sanctuary. That that's what the kingdom of heaven is. And the kingdom of heaven is not one day in the by and by, even though there is a beautiful kingdom and there is a, a, a wonderful mansions that are waiting for us. But the Bible is not talking about a heavenly Jerusalem because all the nations of the earth cannot be blessed by a heavenly Jerusalem that's not here, but they can be blessed by the church of the living God that is built upon the apostles and upon the prophets, and Christ is the chief cornerstone of. Woo! Hallelujah. He called, what does he call us? Lively stones, fitly Framed together, and Christ is the chief cornerstone. That's a city that has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You and I are being built together into the most incredible building project that has ever been constructed, and that. 
And the Bible said we're in the world. We're not of the world. You are a little piece. And I'm being facetious. Can I be a little bit funny? You're a little piece of heaven on earth. Now, theologically, I have to correct myself. Because how many of you know that Christ within you is not little? Greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. That's why our houses are called to be filled with his presence. That's why our sanctuary is called to be filled with his presence. That's why our mind is called to belong to him. We have the mind of Christ. That's why our meditation should be on heavenly things rather than on earthly things. Hallelujah. We've been called out of the natural and in to his inheritance for us. In thee shall all nations of the earth be blessed. In Christ will all nations of the earth be blessed. In his church will all nations of the earth be blessed. It will be called a house of prayer. It will be called a house of answers. It will be called a house of breakthrough. It will be called a house of miracles. It will be called God's house. For a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And, and now let me go a little further just in case anyone needs uh, to see this. Uh, verse 14 For they that say such, oh, I guess I have to read verse 13. These all died in faith in verse 13. Not having received the promises. What? Well, how many of you know that Abraham did receive Isaac? What was Isaac called? The promised seed? The promised son, wasn't he? What promise is he talking about? Well, the Bible says (laughs) that the gospel was preached before to Abraham. What was preached? The the gospel was preached. Yeah, God's plan for man was a new family. Was a new family. Oh, yeah, that's right. The family of faith. The household of faith. The family of believers. The family of the redeemed. The... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. What were they? Strangers and pilgrims. Why? Because they were in the earth, but they weren't of the earth. They were people of faith. They, their promise was linked 
to to God's word. Their promise was linked to a heavenly provision. The seed came to to seeds as of one, and that seed is who? Oh, so the promise wasn't on earth. I know I'm going, I'm going, some of you are like, I wish you could see your faces right now. You're like, oh my goodness. For they that seek such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. How many of you remember Lot's wife? It's not good to come out and then go back in your mind. You you and I are called to come out and stay out. (laughs) That's why it's so important to get linked to the church. Because listen, when you are born, there's an umbilical cord. And that cord has to be cut. And it has to be tied up. And you have to eat something new. So how many of you know that if you just get born and you just get cut, but you don't get any new food, if you just come out of the world and you just get free from addiction and you have to leave your old friends, but then you don't get plugged into the new and you don't get fed to grow up and you don't go anywhere from there, you're going to have to go back because you're going to have to find something to fill the void that was created. It's not just about unplugging. You got to plug into something new. That's why we're not just the called out ones. We're the called out from and unto. We've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. That's right. You have, we desire the sincere milk of the word. And then we grow up to the carnivore level. We say, you better move that bottle out the way. I'm, I'm going to the table. I need a knife. I need a fork. I need some meat. <laughs> Isn't that right? We're, Cause we're called to grow up. Unless you're in the house. See, we have to, we have to begin to tell people, no, it's not okay to think that you are your own, uh, uh, priest and you are your own, uh, 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 pastor and you're your own apostle and you're your own prophet. And you're, listen, if you're, if you if you're five years old and you tell your father, who are you? I can make my own decisions. How many of you know that five-year-old is not going to go very far? But yet we think that we're a baby in Christ and we can still tell everybody else that we have our own mind and we can make it up and we have a Bible and we can figure it out ourselves. And then we expect our natural children to respect us.
everybody with a title has the anointing for it. But, but listen, you, you can tell the fake from the real. You can tell the fake from the real. Uh, and when you find the real, you, you say, you know what? I know what I got and I'm not letting go of it. Hallelujah. And, and so, you know, we know that it's not the title that makes uh, the, 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 the office, but it's God that has set some in the church. It's God that has. And so when we find the meat of the word of God, when we find what God has sent us in the form of a gift, then we recognize that God has sent us that gift to train us and to grow us up. I do not understand people that, that don't believe that they are to be led, but yet they want to be a leader. You, you, you cannot be a leader unless you have first been a student, unless you are first under authority, unless you are first being led. And and I know there's people that believe, you know, why I have the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, and they, they wouldn't say Pastor Christy, they would just say Christy. You know, I have the Holy Spirit, Christy, and you know, I don't need any man to teach me. Listen, that's not what the word of God says. You, listen, you, you have one scripture and you, you, you think that you know everything based on one scripture. You know, the Bible said, and they continued in the apostles doctrine. It doesn't even say Jesus's doctrine. It says the apostles doctrine, not because it's different than Jesus's doctrine, but because that God has built is important and we do all have the Holy Spirit's leading thank God the Holy Spirit is what bears witness to us who's the real the Holy Spirit is who says that's legit hallelujah thank God for the Holy Spirit But the Bible says that not all are prophets. Not all are apostles. Not not all are the... No, we're all particular. And we're all important. Just like our body is not all made up of eyeballs, as the Bible says. Listen, I don't want to see that much. (laughs) I need a mouth. I want to eat something. I need a hand. I need a foot. I need to walk on something. 
in particular. Hallelujah, hallelujah, I'm going to, I'm going to. And so it really, it really is life or death. What word, what family you're connected to. It really is, it's, it's not a joke. It's a real thing. And, and we have so degraded or so talked bad. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about globally. We have so degraded the importance of the gathering of ourselves together, of the church as a family and as a body of believers. We have so stepped on the importance of it that now people think that they don't need a connection to the church at all, that they, that they don't need that at all. But listen, you know, how many of you know that God created all people? He created all people. But that doesn't change the fact that a baby needs a family. And it doesn't matter who we are. We all had a father and a mother. Uh, in the body of Christ, we are, we are all part of his family. And he is our father, but we also have fathers in the church. We have apostles. We have prophets. We have evangelists. We have pastors. And we have teachers. And we are thankful for it. Because without them, the Bible says we won't be perfected. We won't be equipped. And we will never come to the unity of the faith into a perfect man like Christ. That's what your Bible says. That's what your Bible says. So use your Holy Ghost and your Bible to check me out. And you know, well, someone said, well, that's not a popular message. We have to reach the world with what's, what's a popular message. No, we do not. use the devil's tactics to win the lost? The devil is the one that makes it look good and then and then you really find out what it is. Let's lead with the truth and see how many people get free from that. tell people what they want to hear then they don't encounter encounter the one who changes us hallelujah to tell people the truth love people enough to tell them the truth glory to god yeah people you know people you know people trying to you know, give the gospel a facelift for every generation. As if Jesus needs the makeover. Let's give the generation a makeover. Let's give the generation a makeover. Hallelujah. 
that the truth? So, you know, we, we, don't, we, don't, have to, we don't have to utilize, uh, we would never utilize the enemy's tactics to win people to Christ. You know, you know we, we are people of truth. The devil is the deceiver. The, the devil is the one who seduces you into a lie. Uh, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to oversell a good thing. Listen, Jesus will save you. He will heal you. He will deliver you. He will change you. He will accept you. I don't know what could possibly be better than that. Hallelujah. So when you know you, you, you when when you're called to be the light of the world, light doesn't blend in. Light stands out. You can't. The only way to hide light is to put something over it. And the Bible said, "What sane human being?" This is my version. Lights a candle and then puts it underneath a lid. say my goodness what's different about you you're you're bright you know and you know some people like the brightness other people don't like the brightness but you know what listen if Jesus in you rubs somebody the wrong way it's because whatever's in them needs to leave going to apologize about his power. I'm not going to apologize about his anointing. I'm not going to apologize about his church. I'm not going to apologize about how we shout. I'm not going to apologize about how we dance. I'm not going to apologize about how we worship. I'm not going to apologize about how we believe in the word. Literally, I'm not going to apologize about it because I won't apologize about the one who gave his life for me. I'm and I'm going to lead with his truth. Woo! I'm, I'm proud. I'm, I'm bold in Christ. I'm, I'm proud of his power. I'm, I'm proud of his Holy Spirit. I'm proud of praying in the Holy Ghost. But, The Bible calls tongues a sign to the unbeliever. And most churches want to keep it in the closet. And God knows the devil ain't staying in the closet. (laughs) 
I'm gonna blame all of this entire message on all y'all. You are pulling this out of me. that got added to the church got added to the church because 120 people were loudly praying in the Holy Spirit. All at once. Looking like drunk people. Isn't that right? These are not drunk as you suppose. Because the, the, the world needs God unfiltered, unedited, unwatered down. The world needs real Jesus people. And we'll Hebrews twelve, yeah. <clears throat> and someone said, "Well, Pastor Christy, you're you know telling all these people to go out and 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 be crazy. I mean, what if the wor- what if the world says you know that that we're crazy?" That, that, that kind of, you know, g- abuse it. But I'm not talking to those kind of people. I mean, how many, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. You know, I mean, you don't, you don't usually have a praise break on the job. And not usually, but how many of you know what I'm talking about we don't we don't need to apologize for the Christ that we serve the powerful the able the willing the capable the hallelujah man God is so good you know Philip baptized an Ethiopian man and then he disappeared Now, do you think Philip thought that man was crazy? Or do you think he thought, thank you, God. I have, I have met an angel sent to me from the Lord that baptized me and 
the word of God into my life. That's right. I, I would like that. I would like to do that one day. You're like, people, somebody be like, well, I don't believe that's the truth. Just disappear. so great oh my goodness Hebrews in chapter 12 and verse 22 but ye are come unto Mount Sion and unto the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem and to an innumerable company of angels. So you see that there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. The Bible says that the whole family in heaven, heaven and earth is named by Christ. The whole family in heaven and in earth is named. Meaning that what we have here on earth and the, 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 the we are saints now. We are born again now. We are citizens of heaven now, even though our feet are planted on earth. The Bible says what we bind on is bound in meaning that our word is as an ambassador of heaven. So it carries the weight of heaven on earth. It carries the authority of heaven on earth. What we bind on earth is bound in heaven and today as we pray over these prayer requests we know that Christ is in the midst of us he said that where we are gathered there he is in that place he said whatever we touch on earth in agreement it will be done for us hallelujah you are come into the general assembly and church of the firstborn. How many of you are part of the church of the firstborn? Which are written in heaven and to God, the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Hallelujah. And in, in uh, verse 28, wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. How many of you see that the Bible says we are no more strangers and foreigners. Why we have a we have a, 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 a heavenly passport. We have a green card for earth, but our nationality is heavenly. We've been marked by the blood of Jesus. We have been sent on behalf of heaven to see the will of God. Let, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.